Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, before we get back to the calls for this final hour, again, looking forward so much. Thanks to everybody who is coming out, who got their tickets at BethesdaTheater.com to the Bethesda Theater tonight for 1067 versus Team 980 Live. I think Craig's doing his show from there. I probably should have double-checked that before I said that, but I believe that was the plan. Uh, so uh, Matt and I are heading out over there. Matt, we get off at 4 o'clock. Yeah. We're supposed to be there, I think, by 7.30. The show is supposed to start a, uh, about 8, a little after 8. What are we going to do in between? What do you want to do? It's a great question. Do you want to drive over there, find a park, and find a place and go drink? I was about to say, I know there's a couple bars because I looked mm-hmm. for the after party to figure right. out where we were going to hang out afterwards. Is there any place where we can happy hour before going over the Bethesda Theater? Because it's not open until 630, I there's, guess. There's a couple There's a couple options. We'll, I'll take a look at it when we're off air and we can probably throw something out on twitter with hey okay we're here before the show if you want okay. to come hang out all right sounds good uh congratulations to tom wilson the lone caps nhl all-star uh he was uh he's gonna play in a second uh nhl all-star game tomorrow uh in toronto he was taken by team mckinnon uh in the nhl player draft for the all-star game i, I you know i don't I don't really know you know they used to do divisions and whatever now they're doing ca- team captains uh, so Team McKinnon is going to face Team Connor McDavid, and McKinnon is Nathan McKinnon, who scored, by the way, a hat trick against the uh, Caps like a week and a half ago, uh, in the first game of the All Star Tournament, as they're uh, kind of calling it. Um, uh, just real quickly, looking at uh, Wilson's uh, teammates, he's with Sidney Crosby, mm-hmm. uh, Kirill uh, Kaprizov from uh, Minnesota. Um, let me see. Of course, Nathan McKinnon, Elias Lindholm, who was just uh, traded from Calgary to Vancouver. Uh, Travis Konechny from the Flyers, Kel uh, McCarr from uh, Colorado, and Sebastian Ajo from Carolina. So that'll be at um, 3 o'clock tomorrow afternoon on ABC and ESPN+. Plus. Then the Caps will reconvene Monday morning for practice and then host the Montreal Canadiens Tuesday night at Capital One Arena after the bye week and the All-Star break. All right, back to the phones we go. Uh, let's get to, I think, David in Silver Spring has been on hold the longest, and then we'll get to everybody on hold. I see you, Ed, John, Alex, Lou. We're getting to you. Uh, just be patient. Uh, we'll get to you as soon as we can. What's up, David? How are you? Hey, how's it going, Chris? All right, Dave. What's going on, bud? Hey, man. I just wanted to appreciate the uh, answer, man. Um, first-time caller, but... Wait, oh, wait a because... second. Hang on, hang on, hang on. You're your first-time caller. We treat first-time callers special around here. We give them a little Ric Flair love. Oh, my man. Oh, wait, wait. Let me hear it again. Oh, Let man. me hear it again. Woo! Woo. <laughs> All right. 
There you go. Hey, but look, check this out, right? I'm looking. I, I didn't agree with Dan Quinn hiring right off the break. I didn't. I wanted Mike McDonald okay. or uh, 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 Ben Johnson. Right. And as time went on, listening to everybody, a couple of people coming on talking, I kind of agree with Paulie. He said it a couple of uh, callers ago. I think we so traumatized by Dan um, Snyder that this might be the right pick, and it appears to be wrong. Well, with Dan Snyder, it looked like it was the right pick, and it was the wrong pick. So we got Dan Quinn right now, and it looks like it's a failure already. But we was all gun-ho and happy when we got the GM in here. So let's, let's look and believe that maybe finally the team is functioning like an organization. They did what was supposed to be done. They went, they got their GM, they did all their interviews, whether it went right with Ben Johnson or not is neither here nor there. They went, did all their interviews. They went with Dan Quinn. So the GM, then they got the coach. Now they're about to go out and get their staff. Let's give the team a chance, like B. Mitch said. Let's wait it out. We can't say if it's a failure or a win. We have to let the season go through and see what they do. If we don't like Dan Quinn's cho- um, uh, picking up Dan Quinn, then we're questioning the GM leadership. Let's let them do their job and see what turns out. And I got one question for you because you did bring up the Super Bowl. Is it a possibility? Yeah, Kansas City uh, defense is legit. It's definitely legit. I think they're um, being under the radar this year. Mm-hmm. Is it possible? This is a question for you. Is this a possibility that maybe Mahomes may have that Brady effect right now? That no matter what, if he's in the playoffs, you can't count him out? I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a no great, great question, and I, I am guilty as charged of that. Not that I counted out Patrick Mahomes himself. I just didn't think the Chiefs would be able as a team to do what they did to climb that mountain after, you know, unloading uh, in Buffalo and, and, and doing what they had to do to win that game with the injuries that they had. They were really hurting on their defense, which is the strength overall outside of Patrick Mahomes of their team. So I didn't think they would be able to do as good defensively as they did, obviously turnovers and so on and so forth help. So, I, I mean, if I, if I cut down Patrick Mahomes by picking against them, I guess I'm guilty as charged, right? I, it wasn't necessarily like, oh, Patrick Mahomes sucks. Oh, Patrick Mahomes isn't as good as Lamar Jackson, so on and so forth. But, man, I, I, I will tell you this, um, you know, and, and, and I love kind of like how you painted it, you know, the Tom Brady effect. I learned long – I mean, I learned – well, I, I never did pick really against Tom Brady, and occasionally it came back to bite me. So, of course – Patrick Mahomes right. not going to win every game, but I'm finding right. it hard to say, you know what, even though this offense isn't a juggernaut that it was, it's damn good enough, especially with Kelsey, if Kadarius Tony comes back, if Isaiah Pacheco is healthy and doing his thing, as I had described earlier with the broken tackles and San Francisco's run defense. And I, I think San Francisco's defense is good. I don't think they're great. Right. I don't think they're very good anymore. I, I think they're I think they're good, maybe at best. And this is why I don't always look into the numbers, you know, and people run around and champion, oh, they were the, you know, third best offense uh, defense. How you're playing now is important to me. And what I see leading up to that and what I see, and maybe I'll be wrong, what I see is a San Francisco defense that can be picked on. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's that's how I'm looking at it. The the thing is, if Kansas City is able to stop the 49ers Mm -hmm. offense, will the 49ers defense be able to stop Mahomes and their offense? Yeah. 
Because yeah. Mahomes going to figure out a way. I agree. Him and Andy Reid. I agree. It, it's been proven they're going to figure out a way. Yeah, they were struggling in the beginning. Everyone was saying it was because Eric Bieniemy was gone. But nonetheless, they still at the Super Bowl. I agree. I agree. And they great. plan for the Super Bowl this year. Yeah. That should be a great so game. Just, I, I mean, you know, Kyle's offense is terrific. You know, Purdy is capable yeah. of having good games, bad games, good halves, bad halves. That's going to be the key for me from San Francisco. If if Purdy's right. on right away, and if they get if him Purdy into a rhythm, then Purdy will be fine. But if he struggles from the start, I don't see the way that they get on track, if you will, against uh, that Kansas City defense. Great call, Dave. Good to hear from you. Uh, let's uh, do that again. That was a good call. All right, let's get to Edward in Connecticut. What's up, Ed? How are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Roos? I haven't what? been able to call in a long time. Oh, this is you know, I work in media. Sure, absolutely. This is our guy, Ed. Yeah, absolutely. Ed. Yes. How yep. are you, pal? Yep. So I'm going to give you a little bit of breaking news. First and foremost, it looks like Clint uh, Kubiak may be going to the Saints, according to Adam Schefter. Oh, okay. They're trying to work on a deal to sign him. So we may not even have a shot to get Clint Kubiak. So now we're down to doing the same thing we did. We're probably down to three, unless they have another person they're going to add into that list now they can't sign clint until after the super bowl which is good so maybe the commanders can swoop in mm-hmm. kind of pull that you know pull him away but right now that's where adam shepherd yeah you know i'm just seeing that now good good, good good call on that good i i did not see that and i i i i should have checked uh you know for that and i i i, I did not I did not see that so that i'm i'm seeing it now and 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 that's interesting because i mean again like you're right about the whole Super Bowl thing, so you got to wait until after the Super Bowl, so next Monday or whatever. But they can talk to the agent, right? I don't know who Clint Kubiak's agent is. They yeah. can talk to the agent, so they're working to hire him per sources. Again, that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that, as you pointed out, it will definitely happen. But they know that Dan Quinn probably is going to have a lot of interest in there. So they're trying to lock down a deal in principle, I guess, before they can actually make it official. Yep. So here's what I wanted to say about us back in Washington, though. So there's two things. One, this preconceived notion from fans about Ben Johnson wanting the job and then Ben Johnson not wanting the job, here's what kills me about it. Number one, you don't know who wanted what job. That's the first and foremost thing. So we can't come out and say who wanted what. You're not in their minds. You're not the agent. You're not directly speaking to this coach as the owner from Washington. So I wish fans would stop saying that. Number two, the only reason fans are pissed, it's just like Christmas when you tell mom and dad what you want for Christmas or you give them a list. So you give them 10, 15 things, but you know you're not going to get 10. You may get seven, mm-hmm. right? So you don't get the other three things you really wanted. You didn't get that sexy toy. You didn't get that Madden 99 when it first came out, right? So now you're pissed because they gave you something else. But that something else is something that you was able to use long-term in life. Not something that when Madden 99 went away, you wanted Madden 2000 and 2001. So I think you see where I'm going with this. So Ben Johnson was a sexy name. That's the only reason they wanted him. Who's to say that he would have came here and it would have worked? So then if he would have came here and it didn't work, now what you going to say? You're going to blame the ownership? You can't do that. If Ben Johnson would have came here and it didn't work, it might not have worked because of Ben Johnson. So that's the first thing. we got to stop wanting something just because we wanted it. And it's because of the Dan Snyder era. Okay, I hate that we have to keep bringing that up, but this fan base is so fractured, like a fractured leg on an NFL player that never comes back. Because they, they, they want what they want, and that's the end of it. And then they get pissed. 
So those are the same fans that if Dan Quinn comes here, and I'm not going to say next year they're going to go 10-7 like you said. They do find I'm happy if they win, go to the playoffs and win a game. But if he comes here in two or three years, if we become a 12-win team, a 13-win team with Adam Peters, those same fans who were pissed, okay, who may not even believe in Adam Peters as much as they did when he first signed and came here, are going to, are going to be back. And they're going to act like they never said anything. Now, as far as the Chip Kelly thing, I don't want him here. I really don't. I don't want the toxic uh, the city, you know, coming back here. We got rid of that with Dan Snyder. We got rid of that with um, not not toxic, okay, but we got rid of the, oh, my gosh, we have a coach now that can build this with um, Ron Rivera. I believe in Dan Quinn, and I believe in him because he – people said – I heard on calls today, he said he's not a winning – he wasn't a winning coordinator. Well, you can't say that because as a defensive coordinator, he won several years double-digit wins in Dallas. So who are you to say he's not a winning coach because he wasn't a winning head coach? Overall, he's a leader. He led that locker room when um, when um, the cornerback, I can't think of his name, Diggs, went down. He still was able to take cornerbacks out of nowhere and led the lead, I think, in interceptions. So don't sit here and tell me he's not a winner. He's a winner of some sort, and he still went to a Super Bowl. Now, you can say the same thing about Ron Rivera, right? He still went to a Super Bowl. But I think Dan Quinn is just a lot better when it comes to the leadership and people around the league told you if you want to hire somebody you need to hire Dan Quinn if you're looking for a leader in the building you need to hire Dan Quinn why because right now that's what Washington truly needs so I mean what do you think about that listen I'm I'm with you I I think Dan listen I, I think I, first of all, as I've said all week, Dan Quinn is not Ron Rivera 2.0. I, I take umbrage with that. I know there are some similarities. I think he is. I think Ron was more stoic in his leadership at times, even before the cancer. Uh, I think he was more stoic after. I think he was worn down from taking on two jobs. Dan Quinn is a guy who is. Not only an excitable guy when you see him on camera, but he is just an Energizer Bunny type, Pete Carroll Jr., if you will, just younger. And I think that's going to work with that building. I think you have a younger general manager. I think you have a younger ownership group. I think you have, um, you know, just this youthful energy, if you will, that everybody is going to be on the same page and swimming upstream together. And that's what they they wanted a great leader, but they wanted somebody to swim upstream together. And that's why they really didn't go for Mike Vrabel, Bill Belichick, even though they talked to Bill Belichick, why they didn't go for maybe Jim Harbaugh. Because all of that stuff uh, is is important. Uh, Ed, I appreciate you, man. Uh, thanks. Good to hear from you. Good call. Uh, and thanks for the tip on that. And I'm giving you some credit, uh, obviously, on Twitter. Good to hear from you. 318, Team 980. More of your calls coming up next. I see Alex. Uh, we will get to some uh, usual suspects in Lou, Sean, and Cliff, uh, and you before the end of the hour. Right here on a football Friday on the Team 980. It is driven by your local Honda dealer. Experience power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. See your local Honda dealer. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
All right, about 35 minutes or so away from uh, Craig Hoffman taking you home on a Friday afternoon. And again, hopefully you guys got your tickets for the Bethesda Theater tonight. It's all presented by our friends at Main Street Bank. That's right. Main Street Bank all over it and doing a great job with us and for us. They're great partners. Cheer local, bank local, put their team in your office. Visit mstreetbank.com for more information. So we'll see you all out there. Again, I think the the, uh, doors open up at 630. Uh, Matt and I have uh, been scouting the area. Actually, Matt's been doing it. Uh, Scouting the area. Uh, We are going to post up uh, somewhere and then we'll tweet out and maybe uh, let you guys know where we are. So if anybody uh, wants to come down early and join us, if not, eh, you know, we'll see you at the place. It's like a Where's see? Waldo only yeah. with the rooster. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, you know, we have some time to kill in between. So, um, you know, we get off at 4 o'clock, right? And we can either stay here and, I don't know, go to a bar here or something like that and then drive over there. Or we can just go park the ca- park the car. Park the car next to Bethesda Theater and then post up somewhere. And we'll, again, let you know where we are. Uh, And, again, everybody that's coming out here, uh, out tonight, thank you for, A, coming and being interested and being uh, involved. Should be a great, great, great uh, fun night. Jonathan Allen will be there. There will be a special surprise as well. Um, And, um, you know, yeah, we're going to have a good time. We're going to have a good time. Can't wait. All right. Uh, let's get to – oh, and and again, next week we got a bunch of guests, so we're not going to be as phone-heavy. I mean, we'll have plenty of time for the phones. Uh, but Thomas Dimitrov, the Falcons GM who hired Dan Quinn and worked side-by-side with him in Atlanta, will join us uh, Monday afternoon, scheduled right now for 2 o'clock Eastern time, uh, as well Solomon Wilcott. So come on back uh, on the show. Jay Gruden will join us. Uh, Craig Carton will be with us, and um, yeah, we'll have uh, some other guys. Uh, uh, you know, g- gambling and uh, all sorts of different. Uh, Matthew Collar, who does a uh, has a book on you'll uh, be analytics. Here. I'll be here. Yes, we'll have uh, Doc in one day. We'll have Big right? Baby in. I mean, right? there's going to be a whole lot of stuff. Going right, on. we're not good enough to go to uh, Las Vegas. They they don't want to let the the rooster out of the cage, and uh, and and Matthew J. Essig. Uh, out of the cage uh, and, and go to Las Vegas. There so, wasn't so they, a large enough chicken coop <laughs> to kind of transport us across country. So they just said, nah, you guys are staying yeah, here. You guys stay back here. We're going to let the skinny guy, Greg Hoffman, go. Uh, <laughs> well, so Craig will have obviously his show. I'm not sure if he's going to be out there all week or not, uh, but he'll have his show uh, for at least part of the week, if not the whole week. Uh, just stay tuned for him. He'll have obviously all the details uh, on that. We'll have, you know, uh, uh, Derek Forrest will join us from DC 50. He's going to be uh, out there, or DC News Now, I should say, uh, what used to be DC 50. He's going to be out there. Uh, Craig, I'm sure, will, you know, we'll have him. So, you know, we'll have a bunch of people uh, coming on throughout the week. Oh, Kirk Morrison, uh, former linebacker who played for the Raiders and a couple of other teams, the Bills, I want to say. He'll join us. Uh, so you just never know who's going to be uh, on the show. We'll have a bunch for you and get you ready for Super Bowl 50. All right, let's get to Sweet Lou. What up, Lou? How are you? Christopher. Lou? What's shaking? What's going on, man? Nothing much. How you doing? I'm okay. I'm okay. Looking forward to tonight. Are you coming out tonight or no? Oh, man. I'm... I'm I'm kind of you know thinking about it, man. Well, so, it's sold out. I'm, so <laughs> if you don't have a yeah, ticket, no, I wouldn't no, come no, out. 
I can always, I can always find my way inside okay. that place. Man. Okay. That's my, that's, that's, my, that's my neighborhood, man. My I, guy. I, went, I went to BCC High School, so you know, they, they, I got connections out there if I need to. But uh, as far as you know, this, uh, I guess you know, you, you know what I stand with the coaching staff. I'm, I'm excited about what we got going on, and you know, I just, I just hope. You know, people just kind of just take it easy, man. Just take a deep breath. Like, I could, I, I just want to stay positive, and I want to send a positive message. It's a new regime. It's a new GM. It's a new coach. So, people just need to fall back, man. It could be worse, man. It could be worse, man. I mean, people think of years with Ron Rivera. So, it's been a joke. It's been a clown show. So, I mean, come on now. Like at the end of the day, I'm 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 just happy, excited. I can't wait for 2024. No, Lou, we're losing you, baby. Um, was it? Yep. You losing me? Sorry. Yeah. Now I got you back. Yeah, I got bad. Uh, yeah, I got bad service. So yeah, but other than that, I just want to stay positive. I don't want you keep. Hey, Chris, one more thing. I, I don't. I see you over there sweating. I can see you, Chris. Uh, I, I know what's tonight, but I need you to be a strong man with the strong, thick skin, and go up and, and you know, do your thing, man. And, um, you know, as far as, you know, uh, the, the, you know, what's going on out there and, and at the, the Blues and whatever that club. Yeah, Bethesda Theater. I'm going to – trust I, I, me, the Rooster's going to be doing a little strutting tonight because uh, I got this right. <laughs> Thank you, Lou. Appreciate it. Be safe. Uh, appreciate you. Uh, and uh, – We'll see everybody tonight at Bethesda Theater. Uh, before we do, actually, you know what? Let's do it in the trending alert because it is sports related. So why don't we do that right here, right now, and then we'll get more of your calls on the other side. We'll finish up uh, with uh, Sean, Cliff, and uh, John at Falls Church uh, after the trending alert. All right, so some sad news from the world of sports, acting, movies. Carl Weathers, the former NFL uh, linebacker, actor, of course, star in the Rocky movies and so many other uh, movies, has passed away at the age of 76. So we keep his family. Uh, and Carl Weathers, who was uh, obviously had a tremendous career uh, in many different ways, keep them in our thoughts. Meanwhile, the Jaguars have asked FanDuel to return the stolen $20 million, part of the $22 million or so, that a former employee, Amit Patel, illegally took from the organization and gambled away and lost on FanDuel. Imagine losing $20 million. I mean, just my goodness. Uh, he also lost about a million dollars to DraftKings for whatever uh, that's worth. Good luck to the Jaguars. See if they uh, get it back. Uh, and Stefan Diggs telling reporters at the Pro Bowl that he is unsure of what the future holds for him. Quote, I feel like I take it day by day. There's a lot of changes going on, a lot of things going on. I can't really put the carriage before the horse. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, maybe. Okay. That's Stefan Diggs of the Buffalo Bills. He a terp on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. some different tunes today am i noticing that or have i just been asleep at the wheel i've just been uh playing some party vibes you know i like it i like it we should do more of this 
Sounds good. I can I can throw a party playlist together yeah, for us. Exactly. A little mix. I like it. Looking forward to Bethesda Theater tonight, 1067 versus Team 980 Live. It is all sold out. Uh so I, I you know, I don't know uh you know if you can talk some way talk your way into the door if you show up. I don't know. Uh but it is officially uh sold out. Um, you know, sad news obviously we gave you during the trending alert if you hadn't seen Carl Weathers. Uh, who, uh, you know, of course, starred Rocky, you know, as Apollo Creed and, and NFL linebacker and just, um, you know, um, what was the, uh, was it Happy Gilmore, right? Uh, yeah, Happy yep. Gilmore, right? Um, and you mentioned you knew him more from Predator. Oh, and, yeah. And, you know, I mean, of course, I remember him from that, but, I, you know, we were just talking about the Rocky movies, you know, earlier, so, uh, or earlier this week, so he passed away. Uh, in his sleep at the age of 76. I mean, I guess that's uh, I guess that's kind of the way you want to go if you know, uh, as long as it's not too painful, right? Um, you know, uh, I guess he was I didn't realize this. He was in the Mandalorian. Uh, just uh, a couple of years ago. Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't think about that, but yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know, for those that don't remember, cause you have to be of a certain age. I wasn't aware of this. I knew he played football. I, I didn't realize it was in the NFL. He played, uh, in eight games for the Raiders in 1970 and 1971 played his college football at San Diego state. So, um, you know, he was part of the undefeated Aztecs in 1968 and 1969. How about that? Did not re- I knew he again he played football. I didn't realize that he spent, you know, some a little bit of time uh in the NFL. So uh thinking about obviously um, you know, a uh, very, 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 very talented actor and athlete and good citizen uh and all of that stuff as far as I know. I don't remember anything bad uh that uh he was involved in. Maybe I missed something, but the point being is um, you know. Just shows you how kind of precious uh, life is. Um, a minute on this, and then we'll uh, move along. The Wizards are back home tonight. Uh, and right here on the Team 980 at 645, right after Craig Hoffman, uh, with Dave Johnson and friends on the pregame coverage. Tip just after 7 o'clock, Capital One uh, Arena. And the Miami Heat are in town. I think this is their first um I think this is their first trip into Washington this year. Yeah, it is. Uh, Miami won in Miami, 121-114 back in early November. Miami 25-23, and 12-12 on the road. Wizards were trounced the other night ultimately uh, by the L.A. Clippers. But remember, they didn't have Jordan Poole. That was a late uh, deal and uh, just didn't have enough. Now, um, I mean, the weird part is the Wizards, of course, won the two games in Detroit and San Antonio. They've lost nine in a row at home. Don't tell anybody. They've lost nine in a row at home. Maybe they can find a way to win. Come on, Wiz. Get that 10th win, baby. That's tonight right here on the Team 980 and, of course, at Capital One Arena. So if you can't get into the Bethesda Theater, go over to the Capital One Arena and watch the Miami Heat. And the Washington Wizards. All right, let's get you aboard uh, on the show. Let's get to uh, Cliff in D.C. What's up, Cliff? How are you? Well, hey, I say, old chat. I say, old chat. Hey, uh, like uh, Lou said, go in there strong. <laughs> don't don't go in there like the rooster. Go in there like foghorn leghorn. Oh, yeah. Cock-a-doodle-doo, mother. You know what, sirs? 
with a much stronger <laughs> voice. Yeah. Hey, um, about that, um, Dan Quinn High. You already know. I, um, I said the other day it was a good, it was a good signing, but I'm not feeling them searching for the offensive coordinator because something is telling me we had an offensive coordinator in house, and if he's gone, before we get a new offensive coordinator, here we go again with the failure. But um. I wanted to ask you something because I asked Hoffman yesterday, but he wasn't. Um, he was sure, but he didn't know the age. But um, what do you think about um, linebacker Aziz Al Shair? He's 26 years old. He's an unrestricted free agent. Just played with the Titans this year and racked up 160 plus tackles yeah. this past season. I I, I, I mean I haven't watched his I haven't watched his tape but I've heard good things about him and obviously you just cited uh some statistics and you know a defensive staff change uh in Tennessee is of course coming so I have no idea how they're going to value him but he was one of the guys I wrote about I remember uh for Command Post magazine which is a Rick Snyder production which is available via subscription people can uh, go check it out it's called Command Post he was one of the guys I, I wrote a small little blurb uh, about him uh way back in January uh you know as I was kind of previewing what they could be looking at free agency here's what I know uh that is going to be one of their guys on their list I don't think he would get a franchise tag but I can't say for sure number 1 number 2 they need linebacking help, I mean, specifically at the mic, um, because Jamin Davis, we know, unless Dan Quinn comes in here and says, no, J- Jamin Davis is a mic, which I don't think he is. Uh, I think it's just too much for him. Uh, but the bottom line is is uh, they are going to need at least one linebacker, but specifically a mic. And by memory, and again, I can't tell you, I studied a lot of Tennessee, uh, he played a lot inside. So, you know, I mean, certainly an option uh, for them Uh, moving forward no doubt about now do I want that name on my roster no because I'm selfish and I don't want to have to pronounce that name (laughs) I understand but um I also heard Adam Peters talking about him when he first got hired he was mentioning him that's what brought me to uh paying attention to that linebacker and also if we can get Brian Burns, unrestricted freighting from the Carolina Panthers, which Hoffman was saying yesterday that Carolina do, do not want to trade him, but now he's an unrestricted free agent. If the price is right, maybe we could bring him in too because he's only 25 yep. years old. Yeah, the the thing that I wonder about with him is, is he going to get the franchise tag? You know, And then are you going to have to do something in order to get him? Uh, you know, Are you going to have to... Uh, you know, do something to get him in in that regard, or is he just going to be another guy that's unavailable? Right. You know, uh, we're going to obviously spend plenty of time on free agency as we get closer and closer. You know, but we needed to get yes. through this process. Um, but those guys are certainly. You would think that they are going to spend the bulk load of their money on offensive line and bulking up their defense because, A, Dan Quinn's a defensive guy. B, I think you can win quicker by rebuilding your defense and reloading your defense. The thing that I'm unsure of, and again, I have no idea what he thinks, is you know, what does Dan Quinn think of Kendall Fuller? What does he think of, uh, of um, Cameron Curl? I would think he would like a Cameron Curl. I don't know what he thinks about Kendall Fuller because he played more man, and Kendall Fuller's not a man corner he's just not you know and and he's not versatile like he once used to be so we will see thank you cliff appreciate it have a good weekend let's get to john and falls church right here what up john how are you good how are you chris good john what's going on so 
I happen to have an uncanny uh, connection to Chip Kelly, not because I know him or anyone that I know that I know of knows him, but just a lot of overlapping things in life. Um, I lived in Eagles country while he was the Eagles coach. I'm a huge 49ers fan. I went to UCLA, and my brother was an athletic director at Stanford when he was the coach at Oregon. Hmm. So, um, like I know six a lot degrees, about him. six and, degrees of separation almost. Yeah, um, especially as coach at UCLA, you know, I watch every game. So he is a terrible head coach. He's, he just doesn't want to put in the – I mean, I don't know him, so I can't – I don't want to criticize him. He doesn't want to put in the work to do all those things, especially in college. And I don't blame him sometimes. But as an offensive coordinator, I actually think if that was his whole role, he doesn't have to be coached. He could just focus on offense. He'd be a really, really good NFL offensive coordinator when he's not running practices and doing all that stuff. So, you know, and I, I and I would be a blessing to have him out of his contract at UCLA, and we could look for someone else. So, so you you you, you want to help you you want to help UCLA and, and 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 theoretically help the Commanders at the same time. No, no, no. Actually, I, I believe both things can be true. Okay, I believe that he can be a really good offensive coordinator. And that's what people right, have been right. saying at UCLA for right. years. Like, right. why is he running a defense? Why is he recruiting? He doesn't even yeah. try to recruit. Yet, right. We had, like, the 112th recruiting class more UCLA, which isn't a huge name anymore, but a lot has to do with him having it not be a huge name anymore. Um, and he, you know, so both things can be true at the same time. He can be it. a great offensive coordinator and a terrible head coach. I, I got it. And, and there is something to be said for that. Now, I, I still don't love his – a lot of well, I, I still don't love some things about his offensive philosophy. Let's put it that way. I mean, it's undeniable that he can move the football and that it's fun and they play with tempo and they can do it both ways. And he created a lot of the RPO and all that stuff. I got it. I got it. I got it. I I don't love the fact that if he has complete autonomy of the offense, that you are going to be putting a bad defense, or at least right now, a bad defense and any real defense in a lot of peril by asking them to play 32, 33, 34 minutes a game on average. We will have to see. I'd still prefer... You're, 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 preaching, you're preaching to the choir yeah, as far yeah, as that's concerned yeah. because as a UCLA fan especially, I'm like, we got to get off the field. Yep. Oh, I know. I, I saw the, the, T.O. the T.O.P. you guys had the last two years. It was like 20, 29 minutes last year and like 26 and change two years ago. And again, that's with a lot of offensive production. Uh, I, I don't love that. So that's And it sounds like, obviously, uh, you don't as well. John, good call. Appreciate you. i got to let you run so we can get a couple more in here. Uh, let's get to Alex in Alexandria. What's up, Alex? How are you? How are you, sir? Good, Alex. What's going on? Good man, Doug. Just do me a favor, and you and the other guys don't don't drink too much tonight because we gotta have some shows next week. <laughs> no, don't worry. Uh, I, I, I'm gonna have like maybe two drinks uh, because you know again I have to drive, but I don't have to drive until about eleven o'clock or so. Uh, so I, I'm gonna have my drinks early, and then I'm going to drink Diet Coke. <laughs> and not sugary Mountain Dew, Diet Mountain Dew. If they got that, then I'm all over it. Uh, what I wanted to say is uh, I'm a little disappointed that they took so long to uh, choose the coach. And I, I all along I knew they were going to go after uh, the guy, Dan Quinn, but I wish they would have gone 
earlier so he could have gotten the coach, the uh, coordinator from San Diego. The guy who was at Dallas. Oh, Kel- Kellen Moore, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, yeah, and it looks like he might be losing. Like yeah, kid. and it looks like he might be losing another one of his top choices because I reported that over the weekend. Kellen Moore and Clint Kubiak were his, you know, you know, pretty much his two top main choices. Um, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not too crazy on Kubiak. Right. But uh, but he, here's the know, thing. Here's the thing, Alex. Let me ask you this: You wanted them to hire say Quinn earlier, but. How do you do that when you're not able to meet with the guys that were in the playoffs in person until Monday at the earliest? Uh, come on, so you know, you know that it's so it's always a way. <laughs> I mean, there's this secret things here. This is this is baloney because this has been going on for many. Well, years. there's there's a way if you want to break the rules, is what yeah, you're saying. I mean, I mean, you know, I mean. People break the rules all the time. I know, but, but anyway, what happens if you get spanked by the NFL, which it, which would almost surely happen, and then you lose draft picks? Well, I don't, I don't think you would get spanked, but what, what I'm saying is they should have gone because they knew this. Everybody's saying, "Oh, disappointed that these two young guys, um, you know, didn't take the job." They probably were in the building. They probably were interviewing. They probably didn't interview well. But, again, it took a little bit too long for my liking because I would have loved to see that guy, Kellen Moore. He's a young guy. He was a great quarterback at Fresno State. And uh, he put up a good offense in Dallas when he was in Dallas. So Their offense, he, got, I mean, just, just, a counter, just a counter, and I understand, and, and you're right, just a counter, their offense was, for whatever reason, way better this year than it was under Kellen Moore in Dallas. But I understand your point. All right, so don't drink and drive. (laughs) I will not drink and drive. I promise I will be more than sober for the long ride home. Thank you, Alex. Appreciate it. Don't worry. We'll be here. Let's get to Jeff in Vienna. Jeff, how are you? Uh, Happy Friday, Chris. All right, Jeff. As you are about Dan Quinn, I'm the same way about seeing Caitlin Clark tomorrow night. Oh, there you go. How about that? uh, Wait, is she – are they playing in College Park? Yep. Oh, sold okay. out. Secondary ticket prices are like two hundred and fifty bucks, something oh my like goodness. that. Oh um, my goodness. Matt had asked me, Hey, are you coming tonight? And I'm like, I only make one trip over that bridge <laughs> as as infrequently as I can. I hear so, you. I hear you. Um uh question for you on football. With with new staff and everything, have they had anybody at the senior bowl this week? Yeah. They had, well they had a lot of their existing staff, uh Mayhew. Uh, Marty Herney, Eric Stokes, guys like that. I I don't think any coaches because, you know, the coaches are are kind of in limbo uh, as well. And then Adam Peters went down there on Wednesday when they locked up the interviews and then obviously had kind of made the decision on Dan Quinn. Is that an indication to you that the people are down there now are staying? Well, Mayhew is expected to stay. I don't know about Herney. I don't know about Stokes, but... I mean, there's. I would. I would. I would say this. They're almost surely. I would think staying through the draft. Uh, Mayhew is expected to stay beyond that, but I don't know about Stokes. Uh, I don't know about uh, Herney. I don't know about Tim Gribble yet. Um, you know, guys that are sort of you know bigger, important names in the front office. But yeah, don't know. You know, I because I, I don't know who. 
Adam Peters is going, you know, to have at his, you know, at his, uh, I guess, disposal, uh, if you will. Um, so we're just going to have to kind of let that play out. But I would imagine if they're sending you to the Senior Bowl, I would imagine that's a pretty good indication, but I can't say for sure. And you did not mention the name the enemy. I noticed very yeah, carefully. Yeah, yeah. Um, thoughts on that? I don't think he's staying. I'd, I'd, okay. I'd be surprised. I mean, I was hopeful that maybe they could find a way to keep him at first if they hired a defensive-minded head coach. But I I mean, there's no you know obvious connection to Quinn. Um, maybe in a reduced role, maybe if they can't find anybody that they like as offense coordinator. I, I don't want to rule it out, but I don't get the yeah. I don't get a great feeling. Uh, let's put it that way. So. Okay, I just figured you'd know yeah. who was down in Mobile and yeah, what type I of mean, you know, that is. On, but, but again, on, yeah, well, while I know who's down in Mobile, that doesn't absolutely mean they're going to be here past. You know, I, I think they'll be here for the draft, but I, I, I don't, I don't think they'll be here longer than that. Jeff, appreciate you, man. Be safe. Okay. Enjoy the game tomorrow night. Uh, can we get to Sean real quick? All right, let's get to Sean real quick. Uh, Sean, sorry to squeeze you. We got about a minute or so for you. Go right ahead, pal. <clears throat> No problem, Chris. I appreciate it. I just want to give my two cents since I didn't get in yesterday. One thing that's sticking out to me the most about the Dan Quinn hire um, is that I think when people think of a retread and think of someone getting their second chance, they only think of, oh, well, why are they getting a second chance? Why did they fail the first time? They don't think of, oh, well, maybe they learned from their first time, and now they have a more, like, just a better approach to the situation of being an NFL head coach because, None of us have any, like, it seems like a very, very, very difficult job. So to get some experience, make it to the Super Bowl, uh, even though they, even if you lose in horrible fashion or heartbreaking fashion, he still made it to the Super Bowl. And, and, and he learned, and he realized what he did wrong, and, and there was a reason he was fired. I'm not, like, but hopefully he learned from it, and I think he's a much better coach because, like you said, he, he he made the mistakes. He was a head coach, and then he moved back to be defensive coordinator, took a horrible defense, made them top five in the league for three years. So it may not be flashy. It may not jump out of the page and immediately wow you like it did me. I will say, me and shout-out Maddie, we were talking about it yesterday. Um, it just, like, it didn't – right when I saw it, I was just a little bit disappointed, but the more I think about it, the more players I see talking about him, if you look at his – Chris, I don't know if you've seen it. Maddie can show it. I sent it to him yesterday. There's a picture of him going around from Salisbury when he played at Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he looks like the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. 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 And so just to finish up, I I, I really couldn't be more excited. We needed a leader of men. And say what you want about Dan Quinn, but he's a leader of men. He's going to get our defense right. He's going to get the boys playing or the men playing. All I'm worried about right now is who our offensive coordinator is. But I trust him. I trust Adam Peters. And I can't wait to see what happens. Thanks, guys. And I, oh, well, just one more quick thing. I wish I could be there tonight, but I know you guys will have a great time, and I'll be there in spirit. All right? Have a great night. Appreciate you, Sean. Glad uh, to get you in here. All right, we'll come back real quick. Dumb Dumb of the Day next. You know what day it is today, right? Punxsutawney Phil was out. All right, we got to wrap things up real quickly here. It is time. It's time for Dumb Dumb of the Day. Ah, February 2nd. You know what day it is? That's right. Not only the two-year anniversary of the Commanders becoming the Commanders. Ha-ha! 
but also it is the annual day where we find out what Punk Satani Phil is up to. Today he saw a shadow. That means spring, I guess, is coming earlier if you believe all that stuff. But the animal rights group PETA wants no part of it. Yes, they're continuing their war, if you will, on Punk Satani Phil and the people of Pennsylvania by saying they should retire the beloved groundhog and celebrate the day with a giant coin saying beyond a shadow of a doubt a groundhog's weather prediction is no more accurate than flipping a coin he is not a meteorologist we know this and deserves better than to be exploited every year for tourism money listen ain't hurting them they're not killing them right they're not beating them up or anything like that Uh, they're just they're just pulling them out and putting them on display it's stupid the whole thing is stupid Everything is stupid about it. Can we worry about something else, Peter, please? Congratulations. You're Chris's dum-dum of the day. There are so many other animals that need your help. Punxsutawney Phil does not need your help. Craig Hoffman coming up next. He's at the Bethesda Theater, right, for the big event. So we'll see him over there in a little while. Make sure you lend him your ear on this Friday. Wizards Heat after that. See you tonight at Bethesda Theater. Looking forward to it, guys. Have a great weekend. See you back here on Monday with Thomas Dimitrov and Jay Gruden.